A quick note before we begin. While the National Restaurant Association is committed to allowing restaurants to serve people as safely and quickly as possible, no advice can guarantee prevention of COVID-19 or other respiratory illnesses. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Order Up podcast. This is Michael McGinnis. Today, I'm speaking with Rob Gifford. Rob is the president of the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation. Rob, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, where do we find you today? Uh, I'm actually in Washington, D.C. Um, uh, you know, the district, uh, gratefully, has entered a, a new phase of our COVID recovery, and uh, we're allowed to have a few people in the office, and I'm, I'm one of those lucky folks today. So, Rob, let's assume for a minute that we've just met and I have no knowledge of the foundation and its mission. Uh, tell me a little bit about who you guys are and what you do. Happy to. Uh, the foundation really works to attract and to empower and to advance the the workforce of this industry. Um, you know, 15 million employees. It, it doesn't happen by, by accident. And so we do a ton of work to recruit and get people excited about uh, working in the restaurant industry. Um, we, we have a lot of efforts to give folks the foundational skills they need to uh, have that initial entry into the restaurant workforce. And then we work with the existing uh, employees in the industry to advance their skills and their, and their profession and their careers. We're a charitable organization and uh, really proud of, of all that we do um, as the charitable arm of the National Restaurant Association to, to further the industry's workforce. Tell us about some of the specific programs that you have and uh, what they do to uh, advance your cause. The foundation has a variety of programs, and we're super proud and excited about, about all of them. Um, a lot of our work historically has been with, with younger individuals, people who are, are, have not yet entered the workforce or maybe are, are entering it for the first time. So um, probably our, our longest standing uh, program is something called ProStart, which is an amazing program offered right now to uh, in about 1,900 schools around the country. 150,000 high school students take advantage of the ProStart program, and it's really a comprehensive two-year high school-based restaurant, culinary, and management curriculum designed to teach young people everything they need to know in order to be successful in the restaurant industry and really jumpstart them and fast-forward their careers in the industry should they choose to enter it. Um, in addition to it being a curriculum, it's also a program. And, and what that really means is there's all kinds of other things we attach to it. We, we bring kids um, out to have mentored work experiences in industry. We bring industry into the classroom to help lecture. We really want young people to understand the breadth and scope and amazing opportunities that exist in the restaurant industry. And uh, ProStart is, is one of the ways in which we do that. Um, in addition to the ProStart program, um, we're super proud of an initiative we have called Restaurant Ready, um, which works um, with uh, youth. There's nearly 5 million youth around the country who um, are not involved in the world of work, and they're also not in the educational system. Uh, they might be disconnected. They um, might be disadvantaged in some ways. And uh, we work in cities around the country in partnership with community-based organizations to help these young people 
um, find their footing and, and find their entry into the world of work via Restaurant Ready, where we teach them foundational, formative, essential work skills necessary for entry-level work in the restaurant industry. The foundation also recently has begun doing some work that we call HOPES, uh, which signifies hospitality opportunities for people entering society, where we really work with those who have been involved in the justice system in some kind of way and, um, and maybe have um, uh, you know made a mistake or two along the way, but this industry is an industry of opportunity and an industry of second chances, and uh, we've been really proud and really happy uh, to partner again um, with the... Um, uh, with, with the prison systems as well as, again, with community-based organizations to provide transition and reentry successfully into the community and into the world of work um, via restaurants. Um, so we're, we've been super proud of those are efforts connect, kind of connected to, to young people. Um, we also do a ton of work with the United States military. We're super proud of the relationships we have with every branch of, of our nation's armed forces and um, we work with them not only to improve um, the training that those military personnel receive in food service while they're in the military, but we have a series of programs to help them transition into um, the restaurant um, space and become uh, restaurant employees upon their conclusion of their service. You know, there are nation's heroes, our men and women of, of, of the armed forces. Uh, they make fantastic leaders um, any place they may choose to go. We're increasingly convincing them successfully to come into our, uh, the restaurant industry, and we're really, really proud of that effort. We wrap all that um, with uh, apprenticeship initiatives that we offer, where we really work to put people, uh, once they have that foot in the door in the restaurant industry, on a stru structured pathway to become a restaurant manager over some period of time to help advance them in their careers. And we also wrap all that with, with grants and scholarships for people who want to pursue and further their education, um, whether that's in, uh, with additional training or at a community college or at a four-year university uh, towards a career in restaurants. A long story, um, but uh, an awful lot of hands-on programs um, to enter, encourage people to enter the workforce, as well as um, some, some things for existing employees to really further their careers. Um, we know that there are unbelievable career opportunities in this industry, and the more we can do to, to make that clear to the workforce and, and to help employers communicate that, um, the better off the employees will be and the better off the industry will be. So true. And uh, thank you for all your great work. Those are incredible programs. Of course, unfortunately, disproportionately affected uh, all by the negative effects of uh, COVID on the industry. Tell us about what the foundation has done to help restaurant employees since the lockdowns began in earnest. Uh, we've done a fair amount. We've been a little busy, I think it's safe to say. Um, I was looking at the calendar, and actually about 90 days ago, almost exactly 90 days ago, um, I had the pleasure to be on a phone call with uh, with Guy Fieri, and we um, were talking about this idea as COVID was hitting about ways to uh, partner and, and try and do some good and, and help out the, the restaurant industry. And so um, we launched uh, some, an initiative called the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund. And the idea was 
pretty simple. Um, it was a big idea, but it was a simple idea, and that was to launch a nationwide fundraising campaign to try to provide one-time $500 grants to anyone in the restaurant industry who had uh, been in the industry for at least 90 days as an employee and had had a serious reduction of their income uh, due to COVID. And um, we decided we were, were going to do that and um, not really knowing what would happen. And, and we've just been blown away by the success of the effort. Um, in, in the 90 days time, um, we have uh, raised over $20 million, collected those funds and dispersed over $40,500 grants to individuals in, in all 50 states um, around the country, um, many of whom, um, as you know, um, were, were uh, in dire need. We, didn't, we did not know um, when we decided to do this, the size and scope of the closures that would happen, um, the size of the need, um, but um, we effectively pivoted our entire organization. Um, we um, stopped everything that we were doing and we said, you know, despite all those great programs I, I described to you earlier, they were all going to be on hold for a little while and that nothing was more important than immediate um, financial relief for the workforce of this industry. And so um, with a lot of help from uh, a lot of quarters, um, you know, not the least of which was, was Guy, who um, was is just an absolute fundraising uh, dynamo and machine. And we put him on on all kinds of national uh, TV shows and broadcasts, but then suppliers to the industry, um, as, as well as just people throughout the country who heard about what we were doing and it struck a chord with them and wanted to help. Um, we've been just blown away by the, um, the financial support that we've gotten, uh, the positive um, press that uh, it's generated, the ability um, to, to impact lives. I get handwritten notes now every day from people who have received um, grant funds from us telling us how grateful they are in, in the way in which it made a difference for them in a really dark time. And, you know, that's part of what this industry is all about with hospitality. And, and, and those workers for so long <laughs> have made us feel welcome and at home uh, when, whenever we enter a restaurant. And, and so uh, to try and and, and remind them that they have a home in our industry and we're there for them in this time of need. It was um, really an honor to be able to, to put on this campaign and this effort. And, and we've been uh, just deeply, deeply pleased with the outcomes. This is Michael McGinnis with a quick message from the National Restaurant Association. This discussion is just a small part of what the association offers members year-round. I encourage you to visit restaurant.org slash membership to see a snapshot of everything we offer. Again, visit restaurant.org slash membership to learn more. Thanks for listening. You mentioned uh, putting uh, your programs on hold. Uh, many of the COVID's effects will play out over time, but I wonder if you can give us an idea of what kind of immediate impact this has had uh, on those programs. Um, well, it's been a chance to um, rethink and reframe, and I'm going to go be even a little bit beyond COVID and, and also go to, uh, you know, the the race conversation that, that uh, we've been involved in as a country and the Black Lives Matter uh, movement and, and, and that as well. Um, 
you know, the foundation, uh, you know, we've been super proud of what we've done um, for, for, for a long time. These moments, though, these moments where, where things like COVID come through and, and um, shut down restaurants, um, these moments where um, some of the, you know, the, the, the racial injustice in the world is, is perhaps has had a spotlight cast upon it. Those are great. Those are moments of, of challenge. Those are also moments of, of, of opportunity. And so we're really spending a lot of time thinking and talking and, and beginning to act to um, do a number of things. Uh, one is, is to think about how we can reshape somewhat our programming for the existing workforce. So as, as we come out of this effort of relief with the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund, um, how we can uh, help that workforce recover, how we can get them back into um, restaurants. Uh, if there's training that they may need that is different than the training they needed to be successful 90 days ago, you know, we're talking about a whole new world of restaurants that we're evolving into, right? Um, that uh, are going to look different with um, safety protocols, um, with um, the things that are, are going to be needed to reassure customers as well as reassure the workforce. So what role can we play there and, and how can we be helpful there? Um, that uh, we have an, an industry that um, people are going to continue to be out of work and we want to make sure that some of the folks who are have, who we've been seeking to help, who have been on the economic margins, uh, regardless of 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 um, race, that they don't fall further behind, right? That that we're continuing to um, connect with them and and make sure that they have pathways to the world of work and the world of opportunity. And we really want to redouble our efforts to better serve Black Americans. Um, and uh, whether that is is through apprenticeship and, and moving more uh, Black Americans into into managerial and supervisory roles in our industry, whether that's through our scholarships and grant programs to to, to have more Black Americans uh, able to further their education and, and uh, via um, via this industry, uh, whether that is is ways to infuse into our our high school system where we're teaching the Pro Start program uh, to people of all all colors. Um, uh, some, some of the, the, the kind of cultural awareness and, and, um, and, and sensitivity, uh, that we think, uh, you know, uh, all employees, uh, should, should have and possess. And there are a lot of opportunities here for us to, um, help retrain our current workers to make sure that, uh, aspiring workers or entry level workers aren't falling further behind and to, to increase racial opportunities, uh, for black Americans here in this kind of post-COVID, post-George Floyd uh, timeframe that we're entering into. And while it's scary and it's, you know, the ideas are big and, 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 and the, the landscape that we're um, seeking to, to, to bring those ideas across is massive, we're really excited about the opportunity um, to contribute to what we know will be a um, better, stronger, more vibrant, more um, equitable uh, restaurant industry in the very near future um, than the one uh, that we had even a short time ago. Rob, some of the structural issues that you were just talking about are obviously going to take some time to address. Uh, what are the messages you're focusing on getting out to the restaurant workforce as states reopen and 
the people that you have been working with are being called back to uh, serve customers? Well, um, I think the first thing we need to remember is that people are scared and and it's okay to be scared, right? And that's that, that's understandable. So um, and we're in the business of, of two things in the restaurant industry. One is taking... <laughs> great care of our of our teams and our staffs and so uh and to the degree we're having conversations with employers it's it's how we are a thoughtful employer of of our of our workforce in this in this time of need right how do we how do we equip those team members in order to be um absolutely as, as successful as possible what do they need in terms of of, of knowledge skills um uh tools, resources at, at their fingertips to be helpful? What does the employer need in order to successfully um, communicate that? Um, simultaneously, we're in the hospitality business. And what can um, can we as as a restaurant workforce be doing to to reassure people um, that it is, um, you know, safe uh, to come back into restaurants and, and it's a great time to eat? And this is just not a, a foundation uh, effort. This is really involves the entirety of the association and the foundation. And uh, our work is an important part of it at the foundation. Um, but there's great work being done um, uh, in, in, the, in the association as well. And so whether that is is, is heightened and accelerated uh, food safety related training, um, you know, f- during the months of, of March and April, um, I'm sorry, April and May, um, the association uh, helped thousands and thousands of people uh, for free um, uh, and enhance their, their food safety knowledge and training so that they could um, improve um, the assurance that they could give industry, uh, I'm sorry, customers about sanitation and, and food safety, uh, whether that's um, materials that have come forward about um, COVID and, and reopening and the reopening process and the best and latest science that you need to have uh, at, at your fingertips. Um, it, it's it's really a holistic effort to uh, provide training tools, resources for employers and employees, as well as messaging and communication um, to um, to customers. Uh, there's a, an emerging effort, um, the Restaurant Revival campaign, that where we've begun a conversation um, with customers, letting them know about the industry's absolute commitment to safety and, and health of of the customers and of, of our patrons and, and all the steps that we're taking to assure that. So, um, you know, I think that um, it's, as you said, it's it's going to be a process. And like anything else, there are people who are racing back out to bars and restaurants um, almost immediately. And then there are those who have their concerns. And, and we're not going to be back to where we need to be as an industry until we can really convince a very broad cross-section of, of society that, um this industry has um, is taking good care of its employees, is being very thoughtful and mindful uh, towards its its patrons, and that they have a safe and welcoming and and um, waiting uh, place for them in America's restaurants. Rob, you raised over twenty million dollars in uh, just a couple of months. Uh, just curious, do you have uh, an idea of what the the demographics were for where those donations came in from? Yes, and it was it was fantastic because it was um, a combination of of 
longtime supporters of the foundation and, and uh, an amazing array of new friends, uh, which we were thrilled by. Uh, you know, the foundation, uh, I think, had a lot of goodwill and a lot of trust from folks, which helped us get started. But then as we began having conversations, um, we had, um, and people heard about our good work, we had folks approach us who, who we had really never done business with before. So, um, you know, classic names um, of companies like, like PepsiCo and uh, Coca-Cola and Ecolab, uh, obviously, we're, we're there and, and we're there in a, in a big way. Um, but then new relationships for us with, with folks like, like Uber Eats and, and Constellation Brands and then, um, you know, great uh, restaurant companies like, like Wingstop step forward. And then we had some, some really un- unusual um, partnerships as well. Uh, you know, TikTok and, and, and Netflix, for example, you know, each with seven-figure donations and contributions to us, which was amazing. And, and then, Michael, we had over 15,000 people um, from all around the country um, send us money. And, you know, some would send us $5 because uh, they heard about what we were doing. Um, some would send 50, some would send thousands. Um, it, it was just really heartwarming to see the combination of of people and sending in <laughs> handwritten checks and handwritten envelopes from, from, from all over the country, all the way up to some of the biggest uh, brand names uh, and most recognizable companies in, in the world, um, all banding together to support this great effort. You mentioned getting some notes from uh, people who had actually received the gifts. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask if you have any uh, favorite examples of that. The ones that tell me that they were... <laughs> that uh, they started crying when they got our gift always always get to me i had one just this morning that i read from an individual uh, from north carolina who was said that um their life story was that they had worked in restaurants while they were in high school and uh, worked in restaurants in college they thought they knew what they wanted to do they studied it for four years they graduated and went into it and decided that they didn't like it (laughs) and um they realized that what they really loved was restaurants and uh, went to work in the restaurant industry for the last 10 years and, and, and a really uh, did a great job of talking about all the things that she loves about the restaurant industry, the, the people and, the, and the, the, her teammates and, and, and the way in which you can make people smile and, and how hard COVID hit her, um, not personally in terms of her health, but how hard the closure of the restaurant and the loss of that community to serve, that loss of that contact point for the restaurant impacted her um, and how she was really down. And, um, and then, uh, you know, our, our uh, award notice showed up along with our $500 check and um, how that got her through a really dark time and um, how her restaurant in, in North Carolina is now reopened and people started coming back and, and she, um, really has a sense of hope and optimism for the future, um, for lots of reasons, but, but a big part of, of what made her, uh, reaffirmed her faith in, in the, this amazing industry was the support of the relief fund. And, and, and that's just one, that's the one I read this morning. Um, again, those, those happen every day and, and they're really heartwarming, uh, stories to read. 
That's a wonderful story, Rob. Thank you for sharing that. If folks are looking to support the foundation through donations or get involved in other ways, what's the best way for them to find out about those opportunities? Oh, we would love their support. Uh, we, we treasure it. We welcome it anytime we can get it. Um, the best way it would be via our website, uh, which is chooserestaurants.org, chooserestaurants.org backslash donate is the is the way you can contribute to us. If you just want to learn more about the work of the foundation, obviously chooserestaurants.org is the URL. And uh, I hope that uh, everyone listening today will um, give us a closer look. And we will provide links to those in the uh, show notes. Rob Gifford, thank you so much for the time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us at Order Up the National Restaurant Association podcast for the restaurant community. We'll update every week on Fridays. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or iTunes or visit us at restaurant.org slash podcasts. This episode produced by Dante32. This is Michael McGinnis with a quick message from the National Restaurant Association. This discussion is just a small part of what the National Restaurant Association offers members year-round. Whether you came here through our legislative work with policy and advocacy or our reopening guidance for restaurants, I encourage you to visit restaurant.org membership to see a snapshot of everything we offer. Again, visit restaurant.org membership to learn more. Thanks for listening.